518-906-1820. That's 518-906-1820. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good morning, everybody. Uh, This is Holly Turry, and Miss Cheryl McNeil-Fisher and I are here to talk to you about how white writing works wonders. And if you say that three times fast, (laughs) you are very smart. Okay. Uh, The first, my job is I'm just the old host. And my job is to go through how you mute and how you raise hands. And first of all, Cheryl's going to talk a bit. So we hope that you all will mute so that you can gather every special word that is going to fall from her lips. Okay. (laughs) To um, mute and unmute on the iPhone. It's in the lower left-hand corner, and you tap on it. To mute and unmute on the uh, computer, the regular old PC, it's star A. To mute and unmute on the Macintosh, it's control command A. No, command shift A. There's no control on the Macintosh. And for your good old-fashioned landline, it's star six. Now, when you have that burning question that you need to ask, you want to raise your hand. So to do that, on the iPhone, it's you go in the bottom right-hand corner and tap on more, and then you flick to the left, and then you, until you find the raise hand thingy. Uh, on the uh, f- computer, it's Alt-Y. On the um, Mac, it's Options-Y. And on the good old-fashioned landline, it's Star-9. Now, i got a question. I know that I have Roberta, and I had another uh, phone, and I covered it up. Could you tell me who you might possibly be so I don't call Roberta and it's not you? Could you please answer me? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, when you, when, you, when you get called. Yeah, maybe when they raise their hand, we'll know. We'll figure it out. Thank you, thank you guys, and we'll turn okay. it over now to the woman with the plan. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Holly. And hi, everybody. I'm so glad you're all here. I'm excited. I thought I'd talk to you about uh, audio journaling today, recording some audio journaling, because um, I know some of you struggle with writing, uh, whether it's writing by hand, if you have some vision, or typing it, there's audio journaling. And with audio journaling, what's so great, and it'll be awkward, it's awkward in the beginning, but what's great about it is you can start with a date, um, there's a couple different apps we can talk about, but date, you can start by dating it when you, before you start talking, and if you forget, you can always, you know, add it at the end, and then if you want to transcribe or whatever, um, you can, there's there's apps that will transcribe as you talk as well. <clears throat> um, I, I can tell you that when I want to dictate to transcribe, it'll come out almost word for word as long as I'm using a headset with a microphone. If I'm not, eh, you know, it's hit or miss. Um, I'm sure you all know that. So a lot of you who use dictation, whether it's with texting, emailing, or whatever you're doing, She's got, Siri's gotten a lot better. I remember she used to have curse words all the time when I first got my first 
iPhone. And I thought, holy moly, I didn't even say any of that stuff. So, <laughs> um, so I digress here. Uh, the the audio, the benefit of it as for doing your journaling also is that it'll help you in your ability to speak. Not, and I mean that as um, presenting. You'll be more conscious of your ums and ahs and what you're thinking about. There'll be times when you'll be running on and maybe and forget punctuation when you can if you forget punctuation, a lot of times what I do when I want to change a thought, I'll just say new line. And a lot of times the period's automatically put in there if you want to keep your thoughts straight at, when you go back to them that helps or go new line new line and then you have a a blank line between the two paragraphs or thoughts and that helps me also when I'm going back and listening to it because it breaks it up and then I know there's a pause if you need an extra pause you can say an extra new, new line could, Holly could you make sure everybody's muted please uh, and so <clears throat> It's it's trial yes, and error. Thank you. It's trial and error that we we I say for myself, it's taken me time to get comfortable with it. And even then sometimes I struggle with with it where it may come out well, I don't know what I'm saying, and I'll just start talking and then all of a sudden it's like writing. You know, when you sometimes you write, you write, you write, think and they say thoughtless writing, just start writing. And then when I come, when I start talking, it comes out better. And in the beginning, I may say, um, have a lot of pauses in between, but I, I have, I'm aware of how I can become a better speaker, presenter, just conscious of my own way of speaking. When we listen to each other, people, people use audio for singing, for, for so many different things. And, and I, if you're worried about privacy and someone finding it, um, I don't know which. I know there are some apps where you can put passcodes on them. And and again, I'll do more research for you too. As far as I, there may be a way you put them in, put them all in one folder and have that folder password protected, like I do in my Pages app. I have all my passwords in a password protected document that it's got a name that nobody would ever know what it is, you know, what's in there. Um, So uh, if you have questions along the way, please feel free to raise your hand and Holly will let me know. And I wanted to cover this a little bit, see how you're all feeling about journaling. Again, you don't have to journal every day. You can journal once a week or you can journal when it's just something's going on. There's no rules in journaling. And that's when we set ourselves up, when we set rules and we, we have to do, I have to do this every single day. A lot of writers do. A lot of writers will, if you go to workshops, that's what they recommend. But remember, recommending is not, that's a recommendation. It's not a rule. You're not a failure if you don't write every day. I process in my head. A lot of you have heard me say this uh, when I'm writing, when I'm writing fiction. I do a lot of processing in my head of different thoughts, of ways I want to write something, a story. 
And I may put down a couple of notes, but a lot of times I'm just playing around in my head and it come, then when I'm ready to write, it'll just start flowing. I still need to edit, edit, edit. There's always editing, but it has helped me to become a better writer when I'm keeping those notes, uh, audio notes, and uh, learning to find different ways that are going to work for me. And the editing and learning about, I had to learn punctuation as a blind person because I was used to how I was taught or typing, even as a typist, when we used a typewriter and we double spaced after a period. Well, I don't know when the rules changed, but they did with the one single space after a period. Or um, I, I'm not being able to see the written word. So now I got a question since I don't yes, have ma'am. a hand. Mm-hmm. So is it one space after a period now or yes. is it two spaces? One. What? Yeah. For, it's been for a long time for everybody. Holy guacamole. I <laughs> since no we idea. started Thank using you. computers. Yeah. Since we started using well, computers somewhere along the line that has st- that's begun. We're losing our standards. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because you know what? It it makes me feel good that even now there's so many people who just don't remember realize because we we did things differently before computers and typing and and a lot of us were taught if you're when especially when we were taught for me being taught typing with all my fingers that we double automatically double space. I now I believe there's a way of doing it with a um, when you you can even set your iPad up where if you hit a space bar it'll automatically add a period. I can't remember if it's two spaces or what, but there are ways of doing it that way too. I I don't even do that. I figure that's that's the way for me. That's setting myself up to make even more. You know. Yeah. I don't want to try and remember that. That's a keystroke. That's not important. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway what we'll do is we i know i gave you guys a challenge um so we can skip to that and if you come back and you have uh, any questions on journaling or want to talk about how your journaling's going or if you have ideas or suggestions for everyone please feel free to to raise your hand and tell us about them okay so i'm going to tell you we the challenge was to write a scene and to write a scene to to put us in there, not uh, as characters, but I want to feel feel the scene, feel around me, uh, feel the air, the smells, the if there's sounds, if there's people, what's the vibration? Is it positive? Is it negative? Um, that so we you know some some. Some authors can get pretty wordy with description. I don't know about you, but when somebody goes on and can take a whole page on description, uh, they lose me. Now, in a poem, that can be different because of the way the it's broken up. But for me, I'm just going to tell you my scene. And I thought of a few. And then last night, it just came to me. I don't need to worry about writing it. I just know it. I know it from feeling it. Um, I remember how it felt, how the day of December 22nd, 1992, I walked out of my house and it was a cool day and the air was crisp and fresh on my face. And 
the snow was crunching. It had frozen a little. So the snow was crunching under my feet. And I stopped and I looked up at the sky and it was this beautiful blue sky. And the sun was out early in the morning. And I looked up at the tree at all the branches and the limbs that just extended from one to the other and, and went out, you know, every little limb from the one branch, from the trunk to the branches and absorbed it. And I just said, God, I want to remember this because it may be the last day I ever see a tree. And I remember that feeling and, and it's an easy one. I hope that you guys can feel that because that was such a, you know, my retina had detached in my other eye. So I was heading to Manhattan for surgery and that feeling on my face, that cool Christmas on my face, that winter crisp crispness, crisp feeling and uh, just the air. Uh, it was a dry air. So anyway, just thought I'd share that. It shares a little bit about me. Uh, it was the last time I drove was the night before, saw a flash of light, and luckily I was within a half mile from my house because my retina had detached, and anyway, so I'm, I'm, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> and it's a good one. <laughs> so if anyone wants to share their scene, please do. Let's hear what you want. We don't have any hands, so uh, no, Holly, you you're, you're up. So go ahead. Okay, hang on just a second. Hey. Okay. Now, I have to read this. I have to yeah. read this with the yeah. computer, so it's not. I'm not going to be doing great. Um, something is. Something has awakened me. A change has happened to my world. It is early morning. Did I say that? Okay. No. I, I'm, I'm going to start this over again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hang on. Relax. Okay. Uh, breathe. Deep breath. Something awakened me. A change has happened to my world. It is early morning. As I get up, I notice the silence. I notice some things. I'm sorry. Oh, the silence is soft and thick. Normally, I hear cars, but they are swallowed up in it. I walk out onto the porch to see what is going on. Suddenly, I hear a kissing sound. The air ha is filled with a cold fresh, sharp smell. As I reach my hand out from under the overhang, I feel a soft touch of an angel's kiss. It's snowing! Although i wearing pajamas and jammies and slippers, I race around the yard with my mouth open, catching the flakes, which are a gift from God. All the world feels fresh and new soon soon the ah, the limbs of the trees of our trees will be covered in white the the mud puddles and torn up grass will be given a new lease on life so in a few days my world will be covered in nasty black muddy ish right now it's the closest thing to heaven, to being in heaven. You can keep my diamonds, give my gold to your friends. Snow is the richest gift I can ever receive. Happy snow day. Three feet, six feet, who cares? Nice, nice. I was there. 
was there. I just kept waiting for you to plop down and do a snow angel. Well, they, they had just started. There wasn't enough snow down there for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yep, I was there. Yeah, I could feel it. Come on, guys. We need some more. We need some assignment doers. <sighs> yeah. I mean, the last time we did a, a challenge, we had a lot of people just, you know, share. So... Please don't 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 be afraid. We'd love to hear it. If you have something you've written before, or even if it's not a scene, if you want to share some of your writing, please feel free to do so. Uh, if you want to ask some questions, a topic we can talk about, raise your hand. Let's let's chat. That's what we're here for. Writers learn from writers. We we learn from each other. You know how to do things, what works, networking, especially you know when things change in our lives, we need to adapt. And technology is always changing. There's different ways to do things. So, how do you? How do you write? How do you journal? Do you journal? How do you do it? Do you want to tell us? You might have a specific app. There's a lot of apps out there. In fact, I was on Apple Viz. And there was one app they, they had put on there. And again, it may be good for someone with low vision, but it wasn't good for someone using voiceover. Or even with the low vision, you could only bring that font up so high. I forget the name of it, but they had a thing in there to, uh, you know, where you could make the print bigger, but it wasn't very big. And um, I, you couldn't, I couldn't turn Zoom, when I turned voiceover off, I couldn't take my fingers and zoom in. So I thought, well, this is not a good one for me. I have to call Apple later because I paid for it. I wanted to see if it worked. I'm always willing to try things and see if they're if they're worthy of it. I can tell you Grammarly. Grammarly is I've a lot of people like Ulysses. I've been using Grammarly. I can't do much. It's it's difficult. It's a challenge to edit in there, but I have been using it and it and it has helped a lot because what I'll do is I'll go through and see what they say as far as punctuation. And I've learned how to change it and go with them. Then I'll put it back into my document and I use pages rather than Word. And then I'll listen to it. I'll read through it, listen to it again. And last night we had the discussion on Kindle. I will, I will put my books when I'm writing or stories. I will load them up into Kindle as well because it's another way of listening to them. I don't get the page breaks like I do sometimes when I'm listening to it in pages or in my or in the Microsoft Word um, app. So it, it'll read smoothly uh, and, and that's helpful too. Finding different ways to do your editing. We always, for me, I need visual people with vision to go through as well to check my paragraphs and check double check my spelling and and grammar just just even um, how I could reword something so when I have to change sometimes I want to put a paragraph in a different spot how do you do that do you find that challenging to do sometimes well, for me go ahead did somebody raise their hand I'm just going to keep on talking unless somebody talks. You guys all have to listen to me. <laughs> uh, but um, what I do sometimes, like I said, when I'm talking and I do the double space, if what I'll do is I'll I'll do a, quite a few you know spaces and I'll cut 
a paragraph out that I know I don't want there or a sentence. I'm not going to delete it. I'm just going to cut it out and I'll either put it in another document or I'll put it at the end. So if I know I want to put it back in, it's somewhere where I know it is. Because if I delete it, I'm not going to remember it. Sometimes what I'll do too is in, you can do it in Docs, you can do it in um, Google Drive. You can, I would imagine, I can't remember. I'm sure you can do it in Dropbox, but you can do it in well, Pages we have a too. hand. Go ahead. We have 1919735. What is your, come out and tell us what your name is and I can. I can hey, Mr. Savvy. Okay, yeah, thanks me. Hi. I need fixing. Uh, what I do is kind of backward, I guess, but um, I just write mine up like an email, you know, leaving yeah. the uh, uh, leaving the subject line off and the from field mm -hmm. off, and just copy and paste it and stick it where I want it. Um, you know, I've got so many documents that I've got to go back and redo. But anyway, it, it looks like scrambled eggs right now, but. Um, uh, in my case, um, I um, started forgetting things. So, as a, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm trying to plug my phone in. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I started forgetting things several years ago, and I thought, well, darn, I'm going to write this down. And so, the more I wrote, the more things fell into place, and it turned into a fairly small autobiography. Uh, mm -hmm. But I thought, I thought of other things too. And um, like all silly things, like um, does a pencil have a point? <laughs> uh, if you uh, have food for thought, would you eat your words? Just goofy things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. Okay, I'm really not sure where this is going to end up. I mean, yeah, yeah. my yeah. friends call me and they say, I need you to cheer me up. So we'll talk for a few minutes and all of a sudden something unexpected will pop out, even without me. Uh, you know, this like the a house dog. Yeah, like the girl said, uh, uh, have you been blind all your life? I said, not yet. And she didn't know what to say. <laughs> and I didn't either. But, you know, it, anyway, it just came out. And the other thing I wanted to share real quick is um, I was thinking about something this morning and something popped in my brain. <laughs> um, when I was younger and people would write checks, in order to stall the collection people, they would send their utility bill to the rental office or whatever, and they would send the uh, check for the rent to the utility company in order to, <laughs> so they would have a delay in payment. I thought, well, I don't know if if anybody you know has ever done that, but I don't know. Those are the kind of things that pop in my head sometimes, and I'm like, you don't even know where it comes from. It's like, yeah, good grief, yeah. I, I've got something other, other than sawdust up there, I guess. <laughs> Anyway, so for what it's worth, that's uh, that's my uh, yeah, no, that's great. Brief, whatever you know. Yeah, learning learning to give them each titles. I know that uh, Pages has made it easier to get uh, name my documents so that they're not a whole bunch of blank one, blank one hundred one, blank. You know that. Yeah, I, I, I have a title. Them. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I have a title, and I have a lot of subtitles, like, oh, yeah, um, good. Yeah. so, you know, once I get everything in order, and, and yeah. I'm pretty much there, uh, now all I have to do is figure out the best way to get it 
to somebody to. Um, if you ever want help putting it together, you know, um, get in touch with me. This is Cheryl. I I, I love helping yeah. people put their stuff together like that. You know, I just did a memoir for this lady and. And I really enjoyed uh, helping her. It was a it was a great learning experience for me. So if oh, I can I share that with other people on how I put hers together, I, I you know. Oh yeah, because, I, because I, I've done a lot of the homework. I should say. Oh right. <laughs> I, can when my the, I can give you the cliff notes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my parents took took us to the um, library in Washington D.C. and we were going to visit other things too but i threw such a fit they let me stay there all day <laughs> they had so many books there i was just so enthralled i thought oh my at the, god at, the, at the, the, the library of congress for the blind people yeah yeah oh, yeah a great place oh yeah i saw a fit and my parents said what are we going to do the girl said well let her stay here y'all go on and come back yeah <laughs> <laughs> It really was. Well, back then, you know, I didn't mind too well. I, I was hard-headed. So. Okay, another lady with the hand up, All right, guys. thanks. Thanks. Okay, now this Thank is a Roberta. You. Now, whether it's the real Roberta or the Hi, fake Roberta, answer your, raise, unmute yourself, whoever you. You have your hands raised. Are you the Roberta? Uh, well, I'm, this is. This is the real Roberta, and I am standing up. Um, Good! Yay! I was going to ask you, is this a Roberta? Will you stand up? <laughs> yes. Um, I, I'm curious um, if you have any suggestions for apps for doing audio memoirs. I, um, as far as I, I've used the, it's called Speedscape. And you get a lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, hours of time in that where you can, um, you know, record if you're looking to record and you can title them, put separate titles on them. Uh, uh -huh. That has been helpful for me. And I forget, I want to say it's like 500 hours, but it's, I mean, it's over a hundred hours. You definitely, it's, it's amazing how many hours you get through that app. And where, okay, how, you know, so I would try that. And it's a free app, Speedscape. Okay. So, yeah. so is the title, you said speed, like, like a speeding car? Yeah. Speedscape. Speedscape. Mm -hmm. And is that yeah. one word or is there? A yeah. All one word. And also oh. now the, the Apple notes has gotten better with dictating into them and, uh, Oh, that's right. Because you want audio. That's right. You wouldn't be dictating, right? Audio. That's the Speedscape. I like that one. I find that's an easy uh, app to use. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. No All right. You have anything to say, Holly? Believe it or not, no, ma'am. Okay. All right. <laughs> so I was about. I was thinking about something with the Kindle last night. Uh, I can't now. I can't remember. I lost my that that thought went phew. Okay, so um, but I'll talk about the memoir a little bit more too. What I did was I did a lot of recording, and that's why it was good that Roberta asked about recording. I recorded a lot of notes. I've recorded a lot of my own over the years. And I'm so glad I did because the great thing about recording is you hear the emotion. So for yourself, when you're recording yourself, 
you can hear the emotion that goes with that, how you're feeling at that time, or say you're talking about something as child as a child. When you're talking, even if you record it a couple different times, the emotions come through and it gives you a different perspective when you write it out. It's something that if I'm writing something that happened in my childhood, say something, uh, you know, traumatizing or even something good, but I'm just going to say something that could be traumatized. I might be just typing it out, making it just sound like, well, this happened. Oh, we've got I'm another t- hand up, baby, okay. whenever you feel like it's good Okay. Thing. So when I'm talking, it, the emotions are there and it helps me to express those emotions better. Okay. Now, this is the, this may be the same Roberta. It may be the mm. false Roberta. <laughs> you know who you are and you know your hand is up. So please unmute yourself Thank and you. tell us hello. who you are. Hi. Come on. Hello. Hello. Hi. Who, who are you? Mm. Hello. Come on and unmute yourself. Oh, well. Hi, this okay. is Abby Taylor. I had my hand hi, raised, too. I don't know if you're talking to me Abby, or somebody else. That's you, Abby. Hi, Abby yeah, It was Taylor. me. Okay. Hi, okay. Here. All right. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, um, I I must have missed the challenge. Um, I don't subscribe to the community calls list. I got the invitation from Peter Alcho, who sent it to the writer's uh, party line list. And so I think that it might have been there. I just didn't see it. So, okay. but I would like to share with you one of my poems, if that's okay. Oh, please do. And um, you know what, Abby, I'll make sure I get it out to you. And since I have your email address also, okay. I will. That, okay. Yeah, that, that, that would be helpful. And I'll try to, okay. I keep meaning to subscribe to that list and I just haven't gotten yeah. around to it. And I'll try and do that at some point. But thanks, I'd appreciate it. Anyway, this <laughs> poem is from my, it's actually from my memoir, My Ideal Partner in which I write about how I took care of my late, mar- met and married my late husband and then took care of him for six years before he passed after he had two strokes. And so the memoir, it has, there's a chapter of prose and at the end of each chapter, it's a poem. And this poem is at the end of one of the chapters. It's one that Bill and I actually wrote together. It's called, What is Love? And I thought with Valentine's Day coming up here shortly in another week or so, I, this would be appropriate. What is love? Being warmed from within by another. Having someone with whom to share dreams. A soothing voice that comforts you. Gentle hands that smooth life's hardship. Strong arms that hold you close. Lips that bring you pleasure. Love is a heart that's yours forever. Nice. That's very pretty. Nice. Thank you. Very pretty. Thank yeah, you. Nice. Thank you so and I much. I fixed Abby. you, Abby. And then as soon as you said I'm Abby Taylor, I realized that's who it was. And I'm sorry I didn't okay. get up, baby. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought Thank it was somebody you. else. I thought my name came up. Uh, mm. would, would be in there, but I sorry mm. about that. I have to make sure. I don't know why that's not coming up as my name. Somebody mm. else. So because when because Zoom is stupid, and sometimes when you when you go over to fix somebody's name it drops to the next person and if you're rushing and you don't pay attention you make a mistake oh yeah yeah so let this well, be a lesson well, to me. Oh, you know what i like to say technology is like a spouse you can't live with it you can't live without it <laughs> <laughs> thank you oh, i love that. it thank you <laughs> you're welcome oh, you're thanks welcome. debbie and for those of you who use an iphone speaking of zoom what happened to me last night was i was my all of a sudden, like I have, so I have some vision and I looked down at my phone 
And there's this big circle in the middle. And I said, what the heck is that? And I got my magnifier out and Luke said, tap to unmute. And I thought, well, why is that there? Because then I couldn't raise my hand. I could. So when I, I broke in and said, I don't know what's going on. Somebody told me I was in driving mode. And I thought, well, that's pretty interesting because I'm sitting in the same place I was a few minutes ago. So somehow my phone got into driving mode. Somebody else said their phone has done it a few times too. <clears throat> and the way, easiest way to get out was I just took my hand and I swiped the screen. I can't remember if it was right or left. I'm thinking I swiped to the right and the regular Zoom screen came back up. But Driving I, I, mode? What yeah, does that when it's mean? Dr- you know, like with people who are driving and they they got their phone, it goes into driving mode, meaning that you won't get you, it, it's like do not disturb. You'll okay. you won't be disturbed while you're driving. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So somehow That's it crazy. went into yeah, I could not I kept looking at it and I kept tapping her. I could not raise my hand or anything in that mode. So I just untapped it and said, um, this is what's going on and was, so somebody, was this last night on the on the on, on our call babe no that okay, no, was okay. on another one yeah so okay. thank you yeah Sorry. i mean the fluke things happen you know uh and and i who knows i mean voiceover like i said was acting up with different different apps too and that can be that can throw me into a tailspin sometimes if i'm you know with the computer and i'm ready that's why having alternative ways to to write down your thoughts is good to practice or to to be prepared because say I'm I'm I've got thoughts and I'm ready to write and if all of a sudden my my iPad's not working right or my PC so I can go to the a- iPad or I can go to my phone I can dictate it in I use a I even carry a an external keyboard for my phone so that sometimes if I'm in the car I can sit and just type away my thought you know type and uh it you know so finding different ways to do that that'll work um when I when I recorded Denise who I was writing with <clears throat> I had her had a mic on her but that was difficult because of the way she was sitting in the wheelchair. So uh, most of the time I just sat real close to her anyway and had it, had it with me. But as I was saying, having that microphone, having that conversation, those conversations recorded were so helpful because just minor little details that I may not have gotten my notes. And to be honest, after probably those last few sessions or after we did, I think I had maybe three sessions that I really wrote a lot. I just started recording because I thought I, I can't type listening to her keeping up because sometimes she got going on a story and I I just wanted to be, I wanted to be there. I wanted to be absorbed into what she was saying. And we just had so many laughs and, and just wonderful moments. <clears throat> So um, I hope that I can do that again with some other people. I really enjoyed being able to help her. And in turn, it helps her family, too. So I encourage people. And like I say, I encourage people. Then putting my own together has been challenging. But I feel as though it's coming along a little better now. And it's my my memories it's my thoughts i can put down however i feel or my memories of something and isn't it interesting 
for those of you who have siblings, my sister will remember something totally different than I do. And a friend that I grew up with, I was recently talking to her and we were talking about dancing because we always dance and we love to dance. And we used to put on shows and musicals and things, you know, just in our neighborhood. And I was a great organizer. <laughs> so, <laughs> what we, a surprise. Um, <laughs> so she says to me, yeah, don't you? She goes, we dance good. Don't you remember us dancing in front of the mirror all the time? And I'm like, I, I just said, yeah, I don't remember that one, but that's okay. I didn't have to say, oh, no, and then have a remind. I didn't want to go into all that because oh. there was like a spark in my brain, but I could not picture us at that moment. Did I tell you something interesting? Go right ahead. When I was in college, back when we used to ride dinosaurs to class, um, they had a social thing that we read about in sociology, and it was this study where they took people from the same family and they picked some date that everybody in the family would remember. And they separated them all out and each one went into the hot seat and they were all at, you know, and it was quiet, soundproof, nobody could hear. And they asked them to tell them all about this particular day. And they said, you would be so surprised. It did not look like the same, even the same story, the same anything. That's why history is so hard to be a historian because everybody has a different historic memory of something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's always good to go back to your source material. Yeah. And, and to know, to think about our memories, because I have a perfect example of how children can be brainwashed. People can be brainwashed. You know, my, my, my son and my sister will both admit to it, but I, myself, I, my sister, I, my little sister was probably a year and a half, two years, probably two. I'm saying two at the most. Now, she wasn't talking yet because she would have definitely ratted me out. So she wasn't talking yet. So she had two little ponytails in her hair. And I went in and I just, you know, kids with scissors. So I, if she was a year and a half, then I was probably six. I don't know. I went in and I snipped one right off and I threw it in the toy box. Well, she got blamed for it. My mother thought she did it and they fixed her hair and so for years it wasn't until my sister was 30 that finally i said no you didn't do that i did it you know but my mother made such you know like always they always said penny did this and penny you know do you remember doing that and of course penny don't remember but each time i wasn't gonna own up to it because i knew my mother would probably kill me but then even as an adult i didn't until i was about she was about 30 and i said um yeah i did that <laughs> What, what was her reaction? Nothing. She goes, no way. I said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, way. I did it. Yeah. In fact, I think I was 30, 29, actually, and she was probably in her 20s instead. But, yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> we all laughed about it, but it was just, I just said, there's an example of, you know, with children and, and people, how things can be twisted around and a simple thing like that. So just imagine we have to, you know, anyway, well, that's a whole nother topic, but yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Let's, let's and they say it also, it's our, it's our adrenaline level that when our adrenaline is spiked positively or negatively, those are our memories. Those that's when we'll remember certain things a certain way. I don't know. That's another thing too. Yeah. But yeah, my sister, we we could be doing the, but also. Okay, we have a hand. We have a hand. 
571-917. Could you unmute yourself and tell us what your name is so we can say you're a person and not a number? Yeah. Hello. How are you Hello. doing? Hi. Hi. What is your name? What is your name, dear? Pam. Pam. Pam Johnson. Yes. Hi, Pam. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm glad you're here talking to us. Yeah, me too. I've got a I've got a scene. I kind of threw right. together. Yay! Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, I haven't got an iPhone, so I can't uh, write on iPhones yet. <laughs> okay. 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 Here it goes. Um, I came home from this is a scene. Um, it happened years ago. True story. Mm-hmm. I came home. I came home from a job center, and I and it started snowing really hard. I decided I was going to walk up to the shopping center. I couldn't wait to do that. It was three fourths of a mile away. I was all bundled up and all warm, so I started out walking in this snowy mess. It was pouring down snow as I started walking, had the umbrella up. It was coming down, swirling, and and I felt so warm yet cold because it was re- really cold on the, on the snow. And I, as I walked, I thought, well, I can make it, I can make it. I, I know I just have to go a little bit more. I can I can make the right turn and I won't be too far away. And I kept walking and and kept walking and the snow kept swirling and I kept going through this walking through the snow like it was sugary, um sugar like it was powdery and, and sugary and ice cold and all of a sudden I realized, wait a minute, did could I have missed my turn? And so I just kept walking a little bit more and I was totally frustrated, totally tired. And I made up a word. I was ter- frustrated. And these cars look actually, as I walked along, look like they were laying on top of the snow. And this lady stopped one of my neighbors and she informed me that I had walked all the way up to Terry street, which was the next street over. So I completely missed my turn so she gave me a ride to the shopping center. She gave me a nice ride in her very warm car. And I thanked her as I left and walked into the walked into the shopping center where there was a bunch of people there coming in from the snow themselves. Mm. And yeah. in the scene, in the story. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I could I could see the the snow swirling and I could you know what we get sometimes out in that is that white blindness. If you have some vision then all of a sudden you can't even see forget it. It's even, you know, um That would be bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's just white all around. Yeah, except for the yeah. cars. The cars right, didn't look right. like white at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you had it in your face, and so then it's even hard opening your eyes, and when it's swirling like that, yeah. yeah. I think most of us who've experienced snow have experienced something like that. Where did you and live when this all happened? What? Where did you live when this all happened? Here in Virginia, Northern Virginia. Oh wow. Yeah, we hardly ever have any snow anymore, but then it was really, really a big snowstorm. (laughs) Oh, gosh, I remember back in 66, I don't know if you're as old as I am, but back in 66, we had a huge storm, and my brother, I was eight, picked me up, and he was 15 and old enough to know better, 
threw me over the fence and I thought I would just land on the ground. I didn't know, had no idea how deep it was. And I went in head first and I couldn't get out. <laughs> oh my God. The air, kicking, kicking, kicking. And I couldn't get out. And he's, oh my God. instead of helping me, he runs to my dad. Dad, she's stuck in the snow. He's like, why aren't you taking, picking her up? Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> dig your way out. Yeah. <laughs> siblings, siblings, siblings. <laughs> <laughs> and that's you know speaking of siblings a lot of you know i another way to write your your stories your memoirs is is with stories um like i have children's books and so the one series i have another one coming around christmas it's taking uh that there's there are stories that my sister and i did together the how we celebrated and my sister wants me to write one about when we were catching frogs and went fishing and stuff so we had the i forget we had this bucket just overflowing with frogs one time and we took them home to show my mother <laughs> what we got you know and we'd be in that muck you know the gray muck smelly muck of the slums that catch frogs because you had to stick your hand down there in the in the mud to get the frogs right and there ain't no way you get me in that stuff today. No way. I don't like any stepping in any of that. But yeah, when we were kids, we were down in the swamp. We were down in the water. And, you know, anyway, those are good memories. Those are fun things to do, to write about. I, I can write, you know, that happiness and that joy. Yeah. So anybody have any questions or do you want to share something? Somebody want to share some more? I think it's good to share your writing with us because it's inspirational. What I found when we did the call a couple of weeks ago and or last month when we did the um, the writing, the dialogue, I got feedback that it was inspirational. So it inspired other people who want to write. It inspired other authors. Those of you who have published books, when you share that and if you want to share about your books, please feel free. We have the time right now that this is what we're here for, to share and support one another in our writing. And when we talk about things that have happened or memories, finding ways to put that. I don't, For me, it, it's been in the beginning, it was very hard to just start. And that's where that comes in, where you just write mindlessly, just sit and write. And before you know it, then something's going to start making sense. And the other suggestion is, if you're new at this too, is to write. Don't edit. Don't do anything. Just sit down and just write. Editing can come later because there's going to be several edits. And it's and that's we right now, I am re-releasing my first three books. And I look at how I wrote my first book and I think, oh, you know, the mistakes I made or the way I wrote it is different than what I'm doing today to do them again and re-release them on ebooks. So, um, you know, we, we grow in our writing, we grow in the way we do things. Um, and with my ebooks, what I have found, the illustrations, I want to make my books totally accessible. So excuse me just that, a second. When you get a chance, yeah. we have two hands up. Okay. I just want to say with Kindle, it's very difficult with the um, illustrations. So they don't 
they don't pick up on the voiceover. It seems like I add the alt text. So what I started doing with my illustrations is I add captions. So if someone with visual impairments or blind is using a Kindle, then they, they'll be able to enjoy the illustrations also. Okay, who's up? Debbie, uh, unmute yourself. Okay, I'll be brief. Uh, oh, but one of the fun. one of the memories my sister and I had, we were talking about things, and you're right, each of us remembers it differently. But um, one year we got a bicycle built for two for Christmas, and we were talking about that later on. And um, I said, you know, it sure was hard pedaling up those hills. And she said, that's because <laughs> I stopped pedaling. <laughs> So I was I was doing all the work. Are you the are you the oldest? Are you older? Yeah, I'm, I'm the oh, oldest. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I can see my sister. I'm the oldest too. My sister would be and, behind me, just putting her feet up. But um, you know, I came across um, I used to correspond with a lot of people by cassette, and of course, I know that's oh, kind of outdated. But yeah. I listened to some of those things, and um. Ah. I was going to say to the girl who wanted to work with audio stuff, if she has a Victor Reader stream, yeah. you know, it has, it has a notes feature on there. Yeah. And, you know, depending on the size of the card that's in there, yeah. you know, you can put a lot of recordings on there. And yeah, that's what I do sometimes. You. If I want to remember something, I'm like, ah, let me put it on the, on the yeah. stream yeah. so I can remember it. Because if I don't, by sundown, I'll be, you know, yeah, I have older Victor It'll be gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for yeah, thank reminding you. us of that. Thank you, Debbie. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Um, Abby Taylor. Abby. Abby. Okay, here we go. Can you hear me? Yes. I Hello. Okay, Hello. Perfect. All right. Well, I just wanted to comment on something Cheryl said earlier when she looked at her books. You know, her first book and, and realized, you know, that she could have written it differently. Well, I was noticing that, too, the other day. I decided to include an excerpt from my first book, We Shall Overcome, that was published mm-hmm. back in 2007. I want to include an excerpt on my blog. And I looked at that and I thought, oh, wow, you know, my writing has really changed since then. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, putting I'm not putting in as many dialogue tags. It, it's smoother. You know, so it, it's funny how that, you know, as you keep writing and you keep learning, you know, your writing just keeps improving. I don't think I'm going to republish any of my other books, but mm-hmm. I just thought it was, you know, I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, I can identify with what Cheryl was thinking about mm-hmm. her, her first book. Yeah. So. Thanks, Abby. Yeah, I decided to redo, redo because my eBooks were with Macmillan, a branch of Macmillan, and Macmillan closed that branch. And so my eBooks oh. are not uh, published right now. So I thought, what a great time for me to do this, especially now that I know that it's best to do a series with Amazon and then they do box sets so that I can redo them. And this way too, I had different illustrators. It's all the same illustrator now so that they'll all look the same as well. So so I, it was just an opportunity and it doesn't cost anything to redo them on Amazon. So I've decided to do the eBooks. Yeah. Not print, but do the, do the, do the eBooks. Yeah. So yeah. 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 But thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Speaking of blogging, I have found WordPress for anyone wanting to know WordPress, the, the, the help, the customer help, the customer service, they've been extremely helpful. I have my own website for my book, CherylMcNeilFisher.com, but I've decided I wanted something separate for adults, 
for any people of all ages, but to be able to share their writing, their poetry, whatever they want to, you know, to have, be, have a place where I can take submissions and let people share. And so that's living inspired fully every day. And so I've been doing that with WordPress and they've been um, unbelievably helpful. Uh, I, I, I'm very impressed with either the live chats or even the emails, how they get back to me and everything is specific and they, they answer it right under the question, which has been helpful. And then there's a, and teaching me how to do a different CSS code or whatever I have to do. Um, I'm, I'm grateful that they're not just, they'll do it. If I say, will you please do it? If I give them a specific, yes, I want you to do this. But otherwise, they're teaching me to do things, which is very user-friendly. I find it very user-friendly. So well, that's that really good there. to know. Um, is, there, uh, is, that, is there a link to your blog on, on your website? Um, not yet. Google not Google. this okay. new one. Okay. No, because okay. I, have, I have a couple of things I'm doing. And you know, my first okay. blog is going to be about alt text. <laughs> oh, good and idea. I, yeah, and I'm going to share a post I found by this wonderful, this girl who who uh, wrote, and she did a lot of research, and she's put things in there, and she's, she's cited, but about accessibility and alt text and what, how important it is, and I thought I couldn't do anything better, and so I'm going to be sharing what she, her blog, uh, from a, which is a WordPress blog, too, and so, yeah, it was really, I think it's important for us to you know, put that out there because people don't realize. And what's going to motivate a lot of people is it makes it better, easier for people to find them like that SEO, SEO, you know, um, search engine optimization, that that'll get a lot of people using alt text when it would benefit us because then it just, right. what, for those of you who don't know, the alt text is what people put, what is put on an image so that our screen readers will tell us what the image is. Yeah. Well, I actually yeah. did put an alt text on my blog to describe my picture. It just made basically yeah. my, my yeah. profile picture. It just says contains Abby smiling. And yeah. then for my uh, my latest book, The Red Dress, uh, yeah. Leonor Dvorkin at DLD Books wrote a very nice description, which I yeah. which I put in there on that image, which appears on all my blog posts. Yeah. And so, yeah, I try to do that so that people know what the, yeah. what the image looks like. I think that's important. And yeah, the only reason, the only thing I found so far, and their their uh, WordPress is working on with their technicians, is that it does not like my alt text is not working on my header on the header oh. yeah, on the header image. So they'll work on that. Now I like I've worked with Wix. My own site, my other site is on Wix, but I cannot change the site on my iPad. I have to go on the PC, and I don't find it. It's not as user friendly oh, to maneuver, bad. you know. Even if I with a little bit of sight, it's just not easy. But the the uh, customer service is exceptional there too, and they'll talk to you on the phone and walk you through whatever you need to be to do. But I like being able to change my sight around as I need to, and it's very. Oh my gosh, girls at ten fifty eight. The time has oh, gotten away. There you go. Us. I knew we. I was just going to leave I'm my time. <laughs> Thank you, Abby. This has been wonderful. And oh, um, thank you, Cheryl. Thank you. And we'll see you in. Okay. Are you doing this every other week? Every other week. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, we're going to be working on getting some authors in here to interview. 
And then also I will put out another prompt for each one of you. I hope that you enjoy doing a prompt and that you learn from it. We all learn from those, right? It was fun. (laughs) Give us another one. I loved it. Yeah, I'm just going to give you one to think about just for yourselves right now with Valentine's Day. There was one in Poets and Writers today, and it said, I didn't read the whole thing, but it was a, a scientific uh, Valentine, Valentine's Day love. Think of loves and how would you describe it scientifically? Now, that's not my prompt for the next one, but I will put it yeah. out there for us to have a prompt and we'll do a prompt for the okay. next one. I think it's fun and I love hearing from everyone and I hope it helps you to learn and and grow in your writing. So, thank till you next so much. time, my friends. Hey.